<laughs> like, can I come from the ceiling? I don't want to be in the casket. I want to open the casket and it not be yeah, there. Yeah, Shady, and then I because come... at my funeral, you are the biggest piece of the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I mean at mine. I don't... Oh. <laughs> Why would I be in your casket? <laughs> Now this is getting awkward. <laughs> no, I want. I don't want. It, I want them to open it as if I was supposed to be in there. I wasn't in there, and then I come from the ceiling. Yeah, but do you know how scary that would be? You see a saggy dead body coming down on a zip line. It's very rude if you to assume that'd be saggy. <laughs> I mean, if there's no life left, isn't all of it sag? Like, there's nothing. Like a mortis sits in. <laughs> That's even more disturbing. <laughs> From the ceiling with glitter, and I want Space Jam to be playing. Want, I'm okay with that part. <laughs> I want you to be ziplined in, and then just drop like automatically into your casket. Into the and casket. then you miss. <laughs> just thud right in front of the casket. It's like a poof. It's like the lid was closed. That would have been my job. My job. <laughs> I wasn't really trying to get started. Oyster bag up. <laughs> It's just some guy, Lucas, pulling. Oh. I'm sorry, so if I said to be Please tell me this is not going to be the intro. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on the NYC Godcast. Today, we're going to continue with our series, Finding Fixes. I think it's uh, kind of a fun series. We don't always recognize things that are broken, mm -hmm. so then we won't fix them if we don't know they're broken. So mm -hmm. I know I've shared on here before my story, but I just felt led to share it again, maybe with a little more detail. So as a little girl, I had always dreamed of being a wife and mm -hmm. a mom. Every time we played pretend, I would always pretend to have a husband yes. and lots of kids. Yep. It's just what I always wanted. And a horse ranch. There's Jamie pretending to be a unicorn. Yes. <laughs> we all have dreams. I was the unicorn in the story. <laughs> uh, God blessed me, and I was able to get married very young, and we had kids pretty early in our marriage. Um, we had been married three years and had two kids, a one-year-old and a newborn, and just moved into our first home that we bought. Mm -hmm. This was what I dreamt of my whole life. I made it. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Hang Confetti on for a bit. Hold <laughs> <laughs> that congratulations. <laughs> the problem was that excitement and that fulfillment and everything I wanted to feel, it wasn't feeling. Mm -hmm. It was mundane and it was hard and it just, it wasn't fun at all. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking often, is this really it? Is this what I've been waiting for my whole mm -hmm. life? Is this all there is to being a wife and a mom? I don't really remember if it was like an argument or what triggered it, but I remember praying one evening asking God if there was more to this. Mm -hmm. um, was, I, was I missing something? Was I doing something wrong? Was I the problem or is it my family? Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing is acknowledging something's broken. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we see things as broken, but we get used to that wobble of the messed up table and eventually it just it's kind of just normal. We don't notice it yep. anymore. I thought you had something to say. You did, yo. You I feel like there's some kind of metaphor for putting the plastic lids from Wendy's under the Underneath table. Underneath the table. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. there's some kind of spiritual yeah. application of that, but I'm just going to let you figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we'll let that brew for a minute. Okay. So, oh, I wasn't thinking wobbly there. I was thinking wobbly at the hinge, not wobbly at the bottom. My table doesn't table? have a hinge. Not a hinge, but the... the That's what you said. I know. That's not what I meant. <laughs> you should know by now. I don't say what I mean. The the joint. Like, that's what I thought. I didn't think oh. like it was wobbly because it was uneven. I, I was imagining uneven. I was thinking wobbly that's, as in, like, because we had one that was wobbly because the, it would never stay tightened. Mm. So, like, the legs were just actually wobbly. Mm. Go ahead. What's your story? All right. So, <laughs> so God didn't give me some grand answer or amazing feeling that everything was going to be okay. I asked him to help me and then show me how to do this his way mm -hmm. instead of my way. It wasn't like I had this grand 
like vision of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second part is asking for help. Um, I feel like most people, once they really acknowledge that they have a problem and they can't fix it on themselves, I feel like most people are willing to come and ask for help. Yeah, yeah I feel like there's almost a, a, a step between one and two. It's figuring out that you can't fix it. Yeah, Because you yeah. can see yeah. there's a problem. They're like, oh, let's go. There's the, there's the, there's the application. Let's go wedge that, right. that lid under the table. Right. I can fix this. But then you can realize that it's going to eventually crumble. Right. Yeah. Like, so there's like a step right between. Through. Like right. you have a problem, but you can't fix it. And then so you now have you have to explain to every time someone comes over yeah. why you have lids underneath your table. Why don't I scooch up to the angel over here? Yeah, right, exactly. Because my kids in the back over the struggling. <laughs> I was thinking you put a bicycle horn underneath. <laughs> There's a cloud under my table. It's wah, wah. Uh, what is that sound? Guys, you're never going to want to come to my ball. house again. <laughs> Do you even have a table? Is it, actually, I don't. <laughs> is this why you don't invite us This is over? a foreign concept to me. I don't even know. What is this what is table? table? <laughs> Is this what this is? So we get used to the wobbly table and just spend the rest of our life chasing our food around the table every Mm -hmm. time it tilts one way. Or we could just simply ask for help once we realize that we can't fix it ourselves. So after a little while, I'd found myself with some books and studies and just different things that were gifts from other people or just things that um, God kind of led me to. I wasn't necessarily looking for the answer, you know, like how you pray something and then you kind of forget you prayed it, you know, one of those things. Um, so I wasn't going out looking for it. Something just looked like a good book. And um, so here I was with all this, these resources and um, they were, most of them were guides to studying specific books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this step, I feel like a lot of people get hung up on. We finally acknowledge that there is something broken and we finally ask for help and he shows us how to fix it. But then we're left having to actually apply. Oh, that's the nice. Fix. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be good for somebody else, yes. you know. Like so, in our minds, the problem really not that bad, I suppose. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. a whole new table. What do you mean? Right. Exactly. So in our minds, we think honestly, I like the wobbly table. It gives us something to talk about yeah. over dinner. It makes uh, that noise. You yeah, know? like the horn clunk, horn clunking. Did your horn clunk? Well, they need a new horn and a new table. I don't know. The board is clunking. <laughs> So we have to be willing to apply and change mm-hmm. as he directs. I read the books and did the studies, and, and they were really, really good. Now now I knew God's way of being a wife and a mom, but I had to apply it. Yeah. To be honest, it was, it was pretty much a 180 from what I had been doing all along. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fun, and it was hard, and it felt unnatural, and it went against everything I saw everyone else my age doing. But as I started applying what he was teaching me, my life was changed. Being the wife and mom he created me to be has been the most amazing journey. It's fun. It's exciting. It's everything I looked for and hoped for. The key was seeking him first. I couldn't put my marriage or my kids above him. Mm -hmm. I had to start seeking him, and then he led me through his word, through the studies and different things, in his way of being a wife and mom. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I thought he was going to start reading the next one. I like that was too. That's my life. I love that too. Because it's true. I am from the perfect mom and mom. Far from. Far from. I, I really am. He's far from I the really screen. I can't read it. <laughs> I am far from a perfect mom and wife. This is true. I would have to amen that. <laughs> but I, I think that was that. good. I think that says it. Now, what I was going to say was, like, it really just um, isn't really what we're talking about this month, but I think it's a great point to bring up that sometimes the best way to enjoy our blessings is to find dissatisfaction in them first. Yeah. Like, I guess that's what I kind of conclude. You can't appreciate what you want. Yeah, like, the way it works, if you are a Christian, your first 
and foremost satisfaction comes from Christ. The problem is we put all we put satisfaction from all these other things above him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so just like that, if you're looking for satisfaction in your family as a as a good mom and wife, then the best thing you can do to be a better mom and wife is to actually find your lack there, to find your dissatisfaction yeah, so that he can show grace through weakness, so right, that he yeah. can show himself. And so uh, and that's what you're saying is you put Christ first and everything else falls into place, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Uh, but but you can apply that to anything, like whether yep. that's your job, whether mm-hmm. that's your family, whether that's your, um, I mean, even even doing podcasts. Like I enjoy doing podcasts. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of fulfillment in them. But if, if my fulfillment comes from this, the best thing that can happen here is for me to become dissatisfied yep. mm-hmm. right. so that I can find true satisfaction. Yep. And then all of a sudden I'll be blessed by this. Yep. Does yep. that yep. make yep. sense? Yep. Well, sure. I think that's the process of growing in general. So yeah. like mm-hmm. you had to go through that 180 turn, but it's not a, I did this 180 turn and now I'm done. Right. right. So you're constantly going to be finding things that you're unsatisfied mm-hmm. with. Right. So it's part of the growing process. If you're not unsatisfied at some point, then you're not growing. You're just stagnant. You're staying yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Good point. The uh, I just heard this this week. I don't remember where. I could have heard it in my sleep. Um, but Jenny the, just whispered in your the, ear. <laughs> so you told yourself. I, it's very welcoming. The um, road to the road the road to sanctification, the road to Jesus, is paved with discomfort, which yep. means constant yes. change. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way to him without. So if, if you are living comfortably, or if you're living a life that doesn't change, you are not on the road to Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. Well put. I'll go back to sleep and get some more thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we all got quiet. I'm far from a perfect mom or wife, as Josh has already said. Um, I have many days that I still struggle, and I go back to doing things my way or how I want. Mm-hmm. But it's in my heart to do things the right way and mm-hmm. to truly desire to do it his way. Mm-hmm. When I start feeling flustered or aggravated at the kids mm-hmm. or CJ, I go back to what he's taught me. I, I don't know if CJ can remember, there's time and time again that I'll be stressed or just overwhelmed with all the things that are coming up. And I'll just be like, I know the right way to handle this. And I know I'm not doing that. I just have to get back to that. Yeah. And so um, I may have loosened up here or there, but I, I have to go back through and reapply what he has shown me. I think a really um You're too slow. She didn't hear me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the sound. The class recognizes Kevin. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just started talking. So like one of the things that I noticed that we all do in our life is Mm -hmm. is is that we rarely, almost never go to God first. Yep. Okay. Because I don't know why, because mm-hmm. if I knew why, then we would <laughs> share and then we would know. But we just as Creatures of the flesh, mm-hmm. okay? Maybe because society, I don't know. But, like, the world is like, you, you can do this, you can mm-hmm. do this, you know what I mean? And it's like, nope, I really can't do nothing. God can do this for me, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think it's all of our goal to turn to God first, yes. but we tend to turn to him last mm-hmm. or in the middle at some point, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. So I think it's interesting that you pointed out that you have to continually mm-hmm. remind yourself yeah. of yep. that because some people think like, I'm going to go to God for this, and then he's going to cover mm-hmm. everything from here forth. Like, I'm on autopilot now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that's when the complacency yep. sets in. It's, yeah. We're going to actually talk about this next month. But I know so far ahead. uh, But it's interesting, like you brought up, like you have to go back to what you know. Like you're doing it wrong, but you know how to do it right. And like I feel that deeply at Mm -hmm. a deep level. Mm -hmm. Like just that I know what I need to do. And and Paul does too in Romans seven. He says the good, the good that I would I do not, but Mm -hmm. the bad that I would not that I do is as close as I'm gonna say it. That was was pretty good. I've been practicing for six years Um, (laughs) in my closet by myself every night. Uh, (laughs) Do you fit in your closet? 
Yes, Ooh. I do. How large do you think I am? <laughs> no, I thought you guys had small closets. We have side by side oh. sliding doors. So I would have to wow. be a big boy. That I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can fit. <laughs> yes, you could. You could lay down. You could. He probably doesn't have like. You could eat summer stuff. sausages oh, yeah, in yeah, there. Whenever you have a sliding door, you always have a dresser or something in there. CJ. I did not know if you guys were you're ignoring me. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. We were doing a podcast. I, I wish I cared. But the point here is that there, like, we can learn the truth. God can show yep. us the truth. The problem is we have to continually apply the truth we've learned. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a gap between what we know to do, mm-hmm. the truth we've learned, and what we're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So God's shown you how to be a good mom and a good wife. But sometimes you decide not to do that anyway. Yes. So you have to go back to what you know, not to and and, and not what and I feel. The, the enemy's mm-hmm. ploy is always to distract us from what we know. Oh, yes. yes, that's what he does in the garden, right? He comes right. to the serpent. The serpent comes to Eve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't call women serpents. Um, he, well, goes, he comes to the women, <laughs> woman, and he says, <laughs> "Did God really say that?" Right? Yeah. He's bringing doubt yes. upon God's word, and that's the same thing. He's he's trying to whack away at at the at truth mm-hmm. and trying to make her doubt what she knew. Yes. And look more at what she's experienced and what mm-hmm. she could experience. And that's the same thing we all Calm go down. through. You're, yeah. you're getting too much into okay, it. Okay. <laughs> we recognize Jamie now. <laughs> so like what I was going to say is, so I think one of our big problems, and I know that we've talked about this, especially in this actual context of when you were trying to figure out why in the world you weren't satisfied with this, is that you have to worry about your own wobbly table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter if CJ's table's wobbly. If your table's wobbly, it's not about... Your table has nothing to do with his table. Right. We yeah. sit at separate tables. Yes, <laughs> we separate tables. House divided and all. <laughs> because I think, I think that's the thing. The like, I'm always like, my marriage is bad because he did this. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has yeah. nothing to do with that because you're not going to stand in judgment for the things that they do. You're, yeah. you're going to stand in judgment yeah. for the way you treat yeah. it. So think... Did you have something? I was like, you just keep shoving li- Wendy's, Wendy's lids underneath CJ's table and my table's falling we were in the apart. newspaper that CJ's been arrested for stealing Wendy's lids from the shop. <laughs> I expect that someday. Um, but what I was going to say was, to, to what Jamie's saying, which is a great point, like, yes, we'll be judging mm-hmm. our own wildly table. Yep. And that, not your spouse's, not your, like, you will be judging your own table. But then the other thing is, like, t- consider you're the, consider being the table wobble fixer. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? You're making that person dependent upon your fixes. Mm-hmm. And that can be just as dangerous. Yes. That can be just as lethal spiritually when someone becomes so dependent upon you fixing mm-hmm. them that yes. they no longer go to the Lord. Like you're mm. creating your own yeah. person needing yeah. fixes by yeah. fixing them. Yeah. They're putting your table on top of that table and they're like, just fix the yeah, yeah, like like you get a call like, I need more co- more uh, lids to the cups because mm-hmm. my table's yeah. wild again. Like and suddenly like that. Yeah. And, and that, what I'm not saying, like it is a very biblical concept to be like, uh, to share one of those burdens yes. and to work things together. But when it comes to spiritual fixes, there is one fix. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to rely upon someone else to be that fix is a no-win for everyone. Do you think that's a pride thing? Because it's one of those things where You I, like to be the fix. Yeah, you, yeah. Like, you want to I be the fixer. That, and I also think it's a laziness thing. Or yeah. just Because it, it, it just like you're saying, it takes hard work. It's uncomfortable. It's not fun to find your own problems and to, and to have the Lord fix them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to say, Rachel, fix my wobbly table. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Yeah. And but and, and that's the perfect answer. Again, that's not the perfect answer. That the only answers Rachel can provide for me mm-hmm. are going to be eventually a Back problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flawed yeah. or faulty. Mm-hmm. Eventually they're mm-hmm. going to fall apart. And so anytime you're relying on someone else for a fix that only the Lord can provide, it's just a temporary band-aid on the problem. Yeah. First of all, I think that you guys' idea of putting Wendy's lids on the wobbly table, that's faulty in itself. Which means get an old magazine and fold it and then stick it under there. Also, no how are you problem. getting these Wendy's lids? 
Like, is that ever the first thing that comes to your mind when you think no, of... No, only because okay. you said okay. yeah, yeah, like, I feel like what it is, when we were young, we only went to Wendy's. <laughs> and when okay. we went to Wendy's, the table's always wobbled. So, so <laughs> but, the first thing you could find, which was... I don't know why that's in my head. I was really wondering Yeah, I don't think we did that at home. That would be ridiculous. Are you talking about the yellow Wendy's days? Yeah, it was yellow and red, yeah, like yellow, just obnoxious like the yellow 90s. Cups. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair, fair enough. You just dated yourself. I know. I just heard stories of it. <laughs> the <laughs> the rumors. Rumors. Hey, did you hear about the yellow and red cups from Wendy's passing on? <laughs> Pass it on to your children. <laughs> wow, this went somewhere, didn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it was good, but it went somewhere. Uh. <laughs> Are we all set? I think I'm good. good. Do you want to charge us? I will, I will charge you okay. Okay. Uh, with the challenge. For this. <laughs> you got my bill at the end. I will charge you for the challenge that you've given me today. Um, I'd like to challenge you all to pray this week about a fix that you've maybe fixed before, but maybe you need to uh, go up, go and reapply what you've learned and mm-hmm. fix it. Anyone that doesn't right. make any sense. That looks like I wrote that. There's do, my you, do you mean go fix it permanently go. instead of go find something in your life that needs a tune up that okay. you have uh, okay, fixed okay. once before? I and didn't get the first the, I don't even know what that's supposed to say. <laughs> I need to fix that because I'm pretty away. sure I copy and pasted that already. And right, that's what everyone else is going to read. <laughs> They're going, oh no, I smell burnt toast. <laughs> oh, I it's true. Uh, yeah. I like the way you put that go. A, a tune-up mm-hmm. yeah. because like I'm not a car person but I do know that I need a tune-up like yeah. at least once a year yep. yeah. so you you may feel as though you've defeated one sin in your life mm-hmm. but you also need to like revisit not necessarily repeat that sin yes. you know what I mean but just because you defeat the sin once does not mean it's not going to mm-hmm. rear its ugly head yeah. again yep. So I like yeah. you. Well, the Bible says, search my heart. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's something that we need to do daily is to be searching ourselves to yep. find those tune-ups. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go to every table you come across. Every and table. Take it for a wobble. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> go to Wendy's. Well, <laughs> <some> <laughs> like has that job, I bet you. <laughs> no, apparently not. Or they would have well, been fixed. They glue them now. Oh, do they? Oh, well, oh they the did. new Wendy's, yeah, yeah they're like, they're the, in the concrete. Yes, no yeah, they're bolted down. No. They, they had they, so many confusions. They listened to this podcast and took our advice. Wow, Dave would be so happy. A chicken if it wobbled. <laughs> this? Yeah. You're a chicken Your if it dad, wobbled. Your dad, I'm a chicken wobbled. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gap on that side. <laughs> Who built this table? Your dad. Well, Your dad. <laughs> Some comeback. <laughs> wow. No. This is taking a turn. Quote us. All right, quote so. Us. No. I'm going to quote. Quote Murray. Okay, fine. We're going to do featured content. Is that what oh. you're trying to tell me? Oh. He, there, was the, there was a. Dust mite on the TV. Dust mite. <laughs> well, your favorite old dead guy, Andrew Murray. Uh, do not strive in your own strength. Cast yourself at the feet of the Lord Jesus and wait upon him in this sure confidence that he is with you and works in you. Strive in prayer. Let faith fill your heart so you will be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Very Our featured good. content is Shoulders by King and Country. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. <sighs> For King and Country. I don't know. I knew that I was going to have that wrong. For King and Country. CJ always has a problem with me and you. I know. I don't like. (laughs) 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 What is happening to me? I feel like I'm losing all my stuff. We have a long way to go today, Spill. This is interesting. Well, he's wobbly. (laughs) Yeah, you need to go get a tune up. Well, until next time, thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.